Welcome back to Insert Coins. My name is Mike Englehart. This is episode eight of season one. If you're joining us again, thanks as always for tuning in. If you're new here, and we do have some new people popping in from some new countries, so thank you for helping me expand the listenership. Great to have new people in from uh, places such as South Africa and Brazil, uh, some of the latest countries where we have listeners popping up all over the world. So welcome as well to you, to the show. Don't forget to hit the subscribe or follow button on your favorite podcasting website so you can get updates when the latest Insert Coins episodes come out. And I figured I'd jump on today. Wasn't going to really do something for a couple days, but with all of the hype, the next-gen console war hype going on, I just had to jump on and offer some opinion and insights. We're going to talk about the next-gen consoles, Xbox Series X, PlayStation 5, there's a lot of hype being crafted right now. In it really feels like we're back into the true uh, next-gen console wars of years past. And this week especially, it started to light up. Is it all hype? Is it all great strategy? Is it just going to take some time here before it actually comes into place? So I want to talk about that first and kind of what's been going on with Sony, Microsoft, we'll get into that in just a second. And then the second piece I wanted to talk about is with the new next-gen consoles, and we saw it in this generation a little bit as well, are you going system with a disk drive or are you going digital only edition? Because there's a lot of debate and chatter, whether it's your favorite YouTubers, people on Twitter, on which way we should actually go. And I'll give you my insight on which way I'm going. And actually it's the way I think it's all gonna go because disruption and change happens all the time. And I think we're well on the way there. But let's start first with the hype machine that is the next gen console wars that are going on. So this week, yesterday, July 13th, there were lots of rumors circling, circulating on the internet that Sony would release not only the pricing, the final pricing has been rumored forever, 499 US, 499 US for the full disk drive version of the PlayStation 5. 50 bucks off is a prediction if you buy the uh, digital only edition. And on Monday, people also thought might be the day you get to pre-order. There was a couple reliable sources, clearly not that reliable, that said pre-orders were going to go into play on Monday. And here we are almost 24 hours later, or 48 hours later, excuse me, and nothing yet. Now, there have been a lot of websites popping up with PlayStation 5, what looks like they'll turn into pre-order pages. So if you're in the US, Target, Walmart, Best Buy, I'm not sure if GameStop had it yet. EB Games does not have it in Canada. Best Buy does have it. Amazon does have it in Canada. Walmart does have it in Canada. And I think Amazon was the first one that was starting to pop up with all the international sites. And th- these are just the landing pages. And people were getting antsy. You go on Twitter, you search PS5 or PS5 pre-order. It's kind of crazy. And I think a lot of people thought they were going to be able to let, let go of their money and put their pre-order in, but it hasn't happened yet. And when you take a step back and think about what's going on, you also have nine days from now, 
you have Microsoft's event coming up July 23rd, where they're going to un- unveil more of the Xbox Series X stuff. A lot of people are saying that we're not going to even hear about hardware prices until August. But who knows? You can predict all you want. Only really Sony and Microsoft are are going to going to know. And part of me, I want to talk a little bit about maybe the strategies Sony may be employing and do a little bit of my own predicting. Part of me thinks that Sony, whether that information about Monday was a partial red herring on, a, on an improper leak to create information and hype. Of course, we don't know what the PlayStation is going to cost. It could cost more than what everybody's talking about. It, it very well could. And, we, and looking back historically, price point for a console war is super important. And when you factor in the state of the economy, the fact they have a lot of people still looking for work, a lot of people don't have jobs right now, a lot of people may not even have the supplemental income to buy this stuff, a hundred bucks here or there can make a big difference. And you know, parents are gonna wanna do what they can for their kids despite the situation. So yeah, a hundred bucks could be meaningful. In the past, Sometimes the second console to get into the pre-order phase can undercut their price, 50, 100 bucks to win the market share over. If, if they're looking at them side by side, unless you're a pure fanboy, why would you not take the cheaper one? It's funny too, because at Microsoft, they're talking about less exclusives, like having more of a, a full range of experiences on their platform, which is, which is interesting as well. So, Sony, and again, it still may drop like tomorrow or tonight. I'm refreshing too because I want to get my hands on one of these. Again, it's what I do for a living. It's what I do as a hobby, a passion. So yeah, I want a PlayStation 5 and I want an Xbox Series X. So I'm one of those people refreshing, hoping, looking, ready to, to put my deposit down. But there's a bunch of different strategies Sony may or may not be employing right now. I'm kind of walk through them a little bit right now. So number one, Maybe there's no strategy and that rumor of them having say 6 million units for the pre-order might just be about getting it all set up, make sure that each vendor retailer is going to have a fair kick of the can and, and how those are being distributed. Pre-orders are no small feat, so it could just be taking some time and it might drop tomorrow, the next day, who knows. And I don't know percentage wise, these are just my theories on what's going on. The second theory and it's kind of ingenious if it is, is because that information was leaked out and people were hoping that Sony was going to have this thing pre-ordered on Monday, that maybe Sony's just set it up to make it look like the pre-order is going to be there. And they're just letting this hype machine play itself out. And the reason why that may be really good is at some point the desire, the want, the demand. And if you go on Twitter and you just put in hashtag PS5, PS5 pre-order, you'll see people kind of losing their marbles a little bit and they really want this thing. And so the advantage to that is you you build this up like people were going to be able to pre-order, then they can't. And then if the price point actually is above $499, will people just not care? And do they potentially drop the price close to the Microsoft event sort of drag people along, tease people, if you will, and then drop the price point. It's possible. I'm not saying it's going to cost $6.99, but if it was, 
and you get people just in this fit with like, oh man, I want it, I want it, I want it so bad. Why don't they tell me the price? Why don't they, they put the pre-order website up? That strategy might work. Because I think people, even after two days, they look like they're going a bit mental. I'm not going mental. I want it, but I'm not I'm not mental about it. Maybe I'm just telling you that. <laughs> no, I'm not mental about it. I do want it, but I'm not losing my mind. There's a lot of people losing their mind about it right now. And rightfully so. If you love something, sometimes that comes into play. The last potential strategy that Sony may be playing is, are they waiting for the Microsoft event, which is again, nine days away, not a long time from now. And once that plays out, does Sony drop the pre-order then? And do they drop the pre-order and potentially the pricing based on how Microsoft positions their system? You don't want to get undercut by $100, I think, this generation. I think the two systems, you know, I'll probably bring Quincy back because I know he's a, I, I've been more of a Sony guy than a Microsoft guy. He's been a pure Microsoft guy. I'd be a great debate to see which one stands up uh, over, the, over the next. And once Microsoft sort of, you know, puts their information out, and again, they might not even drop the price when they do this event on July 23rd, but maybe Sony just after that they they show their stuff. Microsoft shows the Series X. Then maybe Sony drops the they open the wickets then and draw attention away from the Xbox. So we've been down this path before, but I think again there's different factors at play today in the marketplace. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. It's gone not the way people expected. I think a lot of people expected to give their money to Sony on Monday. It hasn't happened. That's okay. It'll happen at some point here, so uh, it'll it'll come into play. But people are starting to get antsy really quickly. So it'll be interesting to see how Sony plays this out. And who knows? It could just be a matter of they don't care what Microsoft's doing. I don't think that's true. I think you always care about what your competition's doing. But it's possible that they've already set everything and it's just about getting the website set up. But yeah, if you want a bit of entertainment, you can go on to YouTube, Go on to Twitter. I recommend Twitter because you get a better sample of people very quickly. And just all of the uh, comments and um, different things people are posting, it's it's crazy to see the hype around this thing and how people are uh, are waiting for it. So, But anyways, a really interesting hype machine. It's been really interesting to, to see how it's played out this week. And if Sony doesn't do anything until July 23rd, July 23rd is going to be a very, very interesting day. Would love to know which system you're going to go with. As always, you can reach me at insertcoinstalk at gmail.com. Are you Microsoft? Are you Sony? And if you're one of the other, why? Are you getting both? Or are you just going to sit there and wait and say, you know what? I'm not dropping big money. I'm going to wait and see how these things play out because typically year two is better than year one. So we'll see what happens there tomorrow. I'll be looking every day, but more importantly, I think in the next nine days leading up to the Series X event. Take a quick break and then we'll come back to talk about the ongoing debate and some of the yahoos out there. Yeah, I call them yahoos and you'll find out why. Between disk drive systems with the new new next-gen consoles or the digital-only editions. We'll get into that right after this on Insert Coins. Mm-hmm.
Okay, so topic two for today as we stay on the next-gen console train. Which system do you buy? You can go with the classic system, which of course has the disk drive inside of it. Or you can go with the digital download-only system. And there's been a lot of interesting debates on YouTube. There's been a lot of, quite a few YouTubers that are quite adamant that you can't buy the digital only system. You can't. You can't buy the system without the drive because if you do, there goes the trading market. Then we'll never be able to get value for the games that we buy. And that's it. It'll be the death of it. And so there's canvassing, there's encouraging words from a lot of your favorite YouTubers out there in the gaming sector, really trying to influence people into, into doing that. Now, I get the motivation. Buying discs, trading them in, getting value back for something, buying physical copies. There's a lot of, you know, collector's editions, a lot of different stuff like that. And I get the physical tang tangible thing. You can probably guess by my tone which way I'm going. And I'm going with the digital only console. And the reason for that is, I think it's just where I've gotten to with everything that's happened. When was the last time you bought a Blu-ray movie? When was the last time you bought a CD? You even buy CDs anymore. And I think physical video games, this is sort of the next thing that's going to happen. Obviously, there's a lot of different aspects to video games that have always already gone this way. You have the Microsoft Game Pass. You have uh, uh, getting uh, an account with the PSN streaming service on PlayStation. And the ability to access hundreds and hundreds of games and you just stream them, download them and play them. And as long as you have that membership, not unlike Netflix, Netflix destroyed Blockbuster, although there's one still going in Oregon. God bless their souls. And I kind of hope it stays alive just from a nostalgia point of view. But video games are going to go that way as well. I, I think you've already seen how EB Games has changed their model quite a bit, selling more toys, phones, technology, and not relying solely on the box product. Because I do think at some point, and you also have to factor in just selling the game digitally, the, the amount of cost that goes into that, there's far fewer costs for the publishers. The mobile market is, is driven purely on this. There's nothing physical that you acquire when you play something on your phone. Consoles will get there. And it's actually how I bought most of my games on this last generation. I think I bought a handful of games the first and second year. Now everything has been digital. I like the convenience of it. I like the fact that I can pre-order something. I know it's going to download. And the other thing too is it's going to download often a few hours early. I don't have to worry about running to the store at the end of the day. I don't have to worry about running into EB games. I don't have to worry about, you know, adding that extra time. Do you miss having the box? Sure. But you don't miss having to get up and change the discs. Who wants to do that? I'd rather sit on my butt, just go back to the dashboard and, and play the game. And so I think it's just the way we're going to go. And so whether it's 50 bucks or not, it's not really about the savings for me. It doesn't really matter. It's more, I just think it's the way we're going to consume 
the data in this next round. Both, both systems, the Series X and the PS5, have easy storage expansion, much easier than the, the previous generation. And with the way memory is going, you know, you're just going to expand your hard drive again, and, and you'll be able to have many, many, many games on there. And you don't play every game you bought. You go through cycles, so you may delete something and reload something after a period of time. Keep the save data, of course. But I just find it interesting. Like you're going to lose some value, and who knows? Maybe the EB Games, you know, brick and mortar right now, retail, all that stuff. It's all really in question. COVID-19 has really disrupted everything and made everybody think about just the world business in general. And there probably will be a day where the EB games go the way of the blockbuster, and the concept of trading in a physical game won't be there. But who's to say? You know, there couldn't be a similar type of system on digital downloads, buying a certain number of games. Like there's lots of things that that the publishers could do in order to make that happen. So we'll see what's going to happen there. But that's where I stand on it. I think the digital. Only edition, I think, is perfect. I think it's what's going to. I think it's going to do quite well. I think they're going to sell quite a few of those. The fact that they're offering it at launch just shows you it's kind of where things are going. I'm curious where you stand on this as well. So as always, you can email us insertcoinstalk at gmail dot com. Are you a disc drive gamer, or does the digital only version is that enough for you? Are you kind of where I am right now? Now, there's part of me too. Back in the day, I used to get sometimes the value for trading wasn't worth your time, and you knew they were going to make money on it. So part of it is like I buy it; it's mine. I own it. You're not going to like everything. There's free trials with everything. That's fine. Like you can try games, look at reviews. There's lots of ways to demo things, but just the hassle, the back and forth. I'm also a bit of a minimalist, so I don't miss having. All of the boxes, even though that was a big part of my childhood, I used to love buying the box. Partially because when you're riding home in the car, there's nothing to do. You want to look at the back of the box. But for me, I'm kind of over that, and I was super excited to see a digital-only version of the PlayStation 5, and and the fact that we can take advantage of that in this next generation. So, I don't use the the drive in my my PS4 or Xbox. It just it's there, but it doesn't get used. And I think that's going to continue to change. And younger gamers who are growing up, say, playing mobile, that's what they're going to be used to. Not going to an EB Games. It's kind of the way of the dinosaur in a lot of ways. And if you look at EB Games in general, they're not as busy as they used to be. And I think that's just a sign of how things are changing. Games go on sale as they get older. So this idea of buying a used game—let's be honest—the EB Games probably prices their games very much in parallel with how they're priced. From the digital aspect, so again, why not just be able to come home? Or again, it's great to download something at my my desk at work, and when I get home, it's it's installed. Boom, off to the races. That's the best. No extra time out of my day. And I don't think that's lazy. I think it's just the way we are, the way we're going. So we'll see how it plays out. I'll predict right now that I think at least 30% of all the console sales will be the digital only versions. I think there's way more people playing that. Going to play that way than needing the disc drive, because again, I think physical media will just—it's just not going to be here after a period of time. So, anyways, 
nothing bad if you want the disk drive and i get it and i get the collector's edition and the physical stuff and all that uh collecting aspects but that's just where i stand i'm digital all the way that's where you'll find me you won't find me in an eb games you'll find me online downloading my favorite games but the first thing we need is for somebody to tell us how much they're going to cost and when they're going to come out and hopefully we'll have that information or at least some more information soon if not at least by july 23rd but anyways the next gen console wars they're alive they're well it's actually a bit refreshing to feel like we're going back in time but we're here for the next gen and i'm really interested to see where this has played out would love to know which way you're going are you sony guy microsoft guy physical copy or download only you're gonna have to make your decision soon and i'm curious what you guys stand on that And that will bring us to the end of episode eight. Thank you so much for stopping by. If you're one of the new listeners that's recently popped onto the podcast, it was great having you here. If you've been coming back for each and every episode, thanks as well for all of your support. Please do continue to share out the podcast. It does help us grow the listenership, and it's been awesome to see new countries pop up uh, week after week. If you have any comments, questions, feedback, ideas for the show, I'm always all ears. You can email me at insertcoinstalk at gmail.com. That's insertcoinstalk at gmail.com. Stay safe. Enjoy the summer wherever you are. Have a great rest of your day. And as always, happy gaming. We'll see everybody next time.